Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tell Me Why, the program for American Airlines team members. Looks at the why behind news, information, action, everything going on here at the airline. My name is Ron DeFeo, working global engagement. And today is a special, special episode on campus here at Skyview today. Brian Kelly, founder of The Points Guy. He's the points guy. Brian, you know, thanks there, for being there here. There are a lot of other points guys these <laughs> days, but I am the original. Just So we have that clear and up front. I love thanks it. Thanks for having me. No. This, this campus is amazing. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. I had nothing to do with it, but thank you so much. It's kind of much. funny because it makes you never want to travel, right? <laughs> like being in such a nice place. That's exactly right. No. no, it's awesome. And look, we have a lot of folks across the system that obviously read your stuff. Um, so thank you for being here. Um, a lot of people know this, but we want to just we want to hear from straight from you. How'd you get started? Mm -hmm. You know, talk a little about your journey to here and why you think you've been so successful carving out this niche. Well, well, real quickly, so I started in the 90s. When I was 12, my dad, we lived outside of Philly. He was a U.S. Airways, I don't think he ever got to chairman's, but he was a U.S. Airways, you know, platinum or whatever it was back then. And he came to me one day and said, Brian, I've got all these U.S. Air and American miles. At the time, in 1996, sure. there were different alliances. And, you know, I'm a family of six, and he's like, if you can figure out, because I was always a computer whiz in the house, if you can figure out how to use U.S. Airways and American miles we can go wherever we can go but we're not splitting up right. so I call up that the call center and we ended up going to Grand Cayman all six of us my mom and I flew through Miami on a stopover they flew nonstop Philly to Grand Cayman it was all on points it was like not I don't even think they had the five dollar TSA fee back then <laughs> it was like literally free six people and we had the best trip of our lives right. so from that year on, so every year I would plan our trip using our U.S. Airways and AA miles. And we went to Barbados one year, and you know my dad was a business traveler, and he had to—he was always on the road. But every year we went on a trip. So frequent flyer miles and loyalty was a part of growing up. Yeah. Um, and then in college, I went to University of Pittsburgh. Another, um, you know, U.S. Airways was the big airline sure. out of there, and I got gold status. And it was in '04 that I read Flyer Talk. Okay. I was, I don't even think Google was really around then, but <laughs> I realized that there's this whole world of frequent flyers and it was this amazing community, um, subculture. And that's really when the bug hits. Cause I, I started traveling all around, studied abroad. Right. And I realized like, you know, by just giving your loyalty to a single airline, I was flying, you know, in college, flying in first class. And my friends were all like, how are you doing this? <laughs> that's right. So, so that was like the real beginnings. And then in, uh, I, I was working at Morgan Stanley during the financial crisis. I was in their college recruiting, so going all over the US. And um, I wasn't making a lot of money as a banker, being in HR, but I had millions of frequent flyer miles. And that's really when all my colleagues were like, what trust fund are you on? That's awesome. And I'm like, it's frequent flyer miles. So I started the points guy in 2010, just as a fun little side blog. I didn't want to make any money off of it. You know, never in a million years did I think that you know, we would grow to have, you know, 100 employees and all around the world. And, you know, this year, 100 million people will visit the site, which is pretty just mind boggling to me. So it's been quite a journey. That's awesome. Um, you obviously study everything around travel points, all that stuff. What kind of trends do you see now, this new generation coming up, right? Um, generation Z, how are they traveling differently than previous generations? You know, I think Generation Z grew up on the Internet. And you have to think about that as like they grew up, um, you know, seeing the world differently and having influencers from Dubai on your screens every day. And I think they're more global in general and they see less barriers than prior generations, which I think in general is a good thing. I think people truly do value experiences over physical things. You know, we see that trend happening where someone's got a limited budget. They want to go somewhere with their friends. Mm -hmm. um, so th it's, I think you know, for an airline, it's very exciting because it's a generation that wants to explore. 
Um, you know, I think in general, you know, the, the, but they also want to give back as well. We see, you know, we've heard that for years. Oh, is right. that really the right. case? But people truly want to support companies who are doing good in the world. So, um, you know, they're more conscious about the world and uh, more more creative. So, but they also are a little harder to get brand loyal, and they are in channels that I even don't understand. So I know Instagram, and but now there's TikTok, and there's all these new channels that are wildly popular. And even my nieces and nephews who have right. grown up, they they don't watch TV. They they are on YouTube. My my three year old uh, niece knows how to navigate YouTube better than I do. That's so right. it's like understanding how to get content in front of those people and the way they want to consume is is a challenge for me as someone in the media business and I'm sure as well Absolutely being right. in, uh, in in the travel business. That's why I follow my kids so I can get, know about That's TikTok. That's the best way Absolutely to, right. to, to immerse yourself. Instead of making fun of it, which a lot of people do, uh. even with the Kardashians, people make fun of the Kardashians, but they built monster businesses. And you can either make fun of it or understand that like this is a new way of doing business and you know a lot of the things that um, you know, the business tactics that they do are actually genius. So uh, I, right. I think it's smart to follow follow the people in the channels that they're in, even if you don't understand what's going on. Right. But No, absolutely right. Um, obviously, you guys get a lot of re reader feedback, right? The beauty of, of media in this day and age, it's an interactive game. What are some of the most popular themes, questions that come in, I guess, to your site? But in overall, you personally as well. Like we saw you just walking down the hallway. People know who you are. I'm sure you get inundated with all sorts of questions. What are the hot topics well, out there? Interesting. So it's December. So this time <laughs> of year is a uh, our, one of our busiest times of year. Everyone's freaking out about their elite status. So I can't tell you how many. I still read a lot of our reader emails that come through. And it's life stories. I live in Dallas. I'm at 88,000 EQMs. I've, you know, we have whole life stories of people telling us, should I do it? Should I do the buy-ups now and everything? Right. So I would say now, it's, it changes by the month. Okay. But now everyone's obsessed with their elite status and trying to get it. Um, and then in general, funny enough, I, I do get noticed a lot on airports, especially, you know, the, the airport lounges are my, that's like, if, if my <laughs> ego's ever low, I'll walk into an airport lounge because, like, that's where my readers right. know, are. They're the... Um, but most, I, they almost never ask me questions. Almost everyone wants to tell me a story about how they use Miles and how really Miles changed their life. And so that's the joy of my job. You know, I've got a team of amazing, I barely write blog posts anymore. I mean, I'm very involved in our overall editorial process and I'm in our Slack every day coming up with story ideas, but I get the, I get the benefit of people, you know, just because Miles do change people's lives. I mean, it is, you know, truly amazing, whether it's charity or, you know, we've had so many of our readers who were long distance, whether in you know medical school, and they're like, we never would have been able to do long distance if it wasn't for loyalty. So you know, most of the time, people just want to tell me the amazing trips that they took. Um, so it's fun; that's, I get to listen. That's awesome. Uh, obviously, it's an American podcast, so I'll ask you, what's your favorite American destination? And I've seen your you know video blogs. You you fly yeah. in our, our product, our premium yeah. product. I'm an executive yeah. platinum. Um, Although my, I think my EQDs this year are only 25,000 or so. So I, I have never been, because my everyone's like, assumes I'm a concierge key, but I have to fly other carriers as right. well, right? Because I, I spent a large portion of time in Miami, New York, and LA. So that's why American's good for me. I love, I have to say Sao Paulo is one of my favorite cities. I flew the 777-300 in first class. And... Maybe I love the plane, but also, I mean, can we just talk for a second about flagship dining? <laughs> yes, I mean, can. the first time I walked into a flagship dining experience and they were like, sir, Mr. Kelly, would you like some Krug? And there was lobster. I'm like, I am in the United States drinking Krug and having lobster, something that, you know, most other U.S.-based carriers, right. actually no other U.S. carrier right. offers. So I think the whole flagship experience, that expedited um, security, 
I think you guys have nailed that. Okay, very cool. And last question for you. As I said, a lot of people here, you know, at our, at our company, obviously big in aviation, big into travel. Forward-looking, what do you see in the next five, 10 years as we look out here in terms of, of travel? You know, I think some of the big, you know, I, I have to say, you know, sustainability is probably the top of mind for me. You know, there's this, you know, I don't believe that flight shaming is a, a huge thing. I, I do think you can't ignore it, though. I think consumers are really going to start holding travel companies to the fire more on, uh, you know, uh, you know, sustainability and getting planes that are more sustainable, which I know you guys are, um, you know, big on. But also, you know, how can we travel and not be at odds with, you know, all of the things happening with Earth right now? So I would say for any travel company to not just say, oh, you know, no more straws on flights. That's great. But like, really, what can you be doing to go above and beyond with, I know a lot of airlines have done stuff with the uh, renewable fuels. It's a topic that it's tough for me because, you know, our readers, you come to the points guy, you want to travel, you want to. So it's not a popular topic, mm -hmm. um, but it's one that I think we as a travel industry have to really continue to innovate, just like we've innovated in product and experience. We, you know, got to keep that. I think in general, you know, I think this is the golden age of travel. Um, some people, and that's why, I, you know, the point where we're very pro-travel, you know, flights are really inexpensive. The world is more connected now than ever before. You know, we just sent on uh, your partner, Qantas, we, we sent one of our reporters on that New York to Sydney Project Sunrise flight. Sure. What an amazing time to right. be alive in aviation. So, uh, you know, it's safer than ever, pretty affordable. Um, and I think with loyalty, you know, loyalty, some, you know, there's always pessimistic people saying it's dead, it's dead, it's changing. It's just evolving. And there is no better time to get the right credit card um, and to engage in loyalty programs that can help you travel the world. So I'm very optimistic about the future. And uh, yeah, I mean, just talking here today, I want to like just get on a plane at Dallas. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm not coming back to New York. <laughs> He's going around the world. I'm kind of in the mood for Buenos Aires today. Where do you want to go? There you go. Where, if, you, if you could go anywhere today and for one week with your family, where would you go? Back to Italy. Italy. Right Milan, Northern Italy. Oh, I'll be man. hanging out there. Might not come back. There is never a bad See time to go. See in 2020. There's never a bad time to go to Italy. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Thank you for being here. Awesome stuff. Great insights. Great information. The points guy, Brian Kelly, live here on Tell Me Why. Tell me why you know where we live. We're on JetNet. If you're on the go, you can download this audio podcast form, all the news information for American Airlines. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you on the next episode of Tell Me Why.